Inspired Painter Podcast. My name is Jessica Libor, and I am an artist, educator, and curator. If you're an artist who wants to create an amazing and fulfilling career in life, this podcast is for you. I'll be sharing inspiration that has worked for me and art world insights and tips. My goal for this podcast is to help you feel in control of your art career and empowered to be the best artist that you can be. thank my sponsor, Eric Contemporary. Eric Contemporary is a gallery and media website that celebrates contemporary magical realist artists. Eric Contemporary just announced an artist prize, which includes a cash prize and solo show. To find out more, go to ericcontemporary.com. That's E-R-A contemporary.com. Hello, my brilliant artist friend. It's nice to be here with you again today. How are you today? I'm doing very well. And um, I'm really excited because I am sprucing up my studio, getting ready to spend more time in there and do a new body of work. So I just got some plants and some shelving today and a cushion. And I'm really excited to just spruce it up and make it a more homey space so that I will spend more time there and it'll be more comfortable to spend time there. I think that's important. So today I wanted to talk to you about a very important topic and that is revenue from your art. So let's talk about money. I know if you're an artist, you likely didn't choose that path because of the income. If you're anything like most of the artists I've met, you chose that path of the artist because you felt it was a higher calling than a typical career path. You had a vision for your art and you were willing to forego the steadiness of a usual paycheck in order to be able to pursue that dream. But let's get real. It feels good when a work sells, right? It's nice when somebody connects enough with your work, enough to exchange value or money for your creation. And art costs to create. First, there's the art supplies, brushes, paint, canvases, paper, pencils, and whatever else you use. Then if you are renting a studio, that can add up to a significant expense. And then there's the indirect costs, like website hosting platform, classes, travel costs, shipping costs, and application fees. And let's not forget the hefty costs of traditional art school. Money certainly helps an artist. And although we as artists don't do it for the money, it's a necessary thing in order to create more of our magical creative vision. After all, we have our regular lives to handle too, like rent, health insurance, and groceries. It would be amazing to have our art take care of us and the expenses of our lives. I want you to start thinking of money as a really good thing. Money is great. It allows us to become the fullest version of ourselves. Think about it. If you had just tons of money, what would you do with it? For me, I think I would start by buying my family amazing places to live, the best healthcare, and gifting them with amazing experiences. I'd create a scholarship fund, donate to some really cool charities, and then I'd probably open up like a huge gallery in a central city and hire an amazing staff to run it, hosting creative, immersive exhibitions by incredible artists. You see what I mean? You can do a lot of good with your money. Money itself doesn't make you a good or bad person. It's just an extension of whoever holds it. So as you plan out your year, I want you to look for ways to maximize your earning potential as an artist. You owe it to yourself and your art to grow and thrive. 
the first step is to look at your income that you made in the past 12 months from your art. And this is important. If you have not kept a record of this, start immediately by writing down every time you receive income from your art. Whether that is a teaching job, a commission, a live event, an art sale, or anything related to your art career, record what it is that you did to make money. If you have that income data readily available, take a look at it and see what was the most lucrative for you. Maybe it was print sales or commissions or gallery sales. Whatever it is, take note. Is this something that you would like to scale or do more of? Let's say your highest revenue in your art was print sales. How did you sell them this year? Was it live events, online, or social media? Think of how you might be able to scale that effort into more revenue. Maybe you could raise your prices or increase exposure by doing more live events or print production. Brainstorm ways to increase your revenue in the coming year by leveraging your most lucrative income stream from your art. Now, perhaps you don't like what you made the most money from this year from your art. You might be saying, yeah, I made the most money from live events this year, but I don't want to do any more of them. And that's absolutely fine. You're allowed to change directions. You never have to do anything that you don't want to. However, it's good to be able to look at the income that that thing that you no longer want to do generated so that you can look at different ways to replace it this year. So look at the income that it generated and then decide you aren't going to do it or scale back. And then look for ways that you do want to increase your art revenue. Maybe you want to work with galleries more. Now you have a direction to head into. You can create goals about identifying galleries to work with and growing relationships with them to replace that lost revenue and go in the direction you want to head. Once you figure out your past year's income and revenue streams for your art, then look ahead for the next 12 months and decide how much you want to earn from your art. Be optimistic, but be realistic. And break it down into monthly goals and how you would like to hit those goals. For instance, if a big income stream is teaching for you, then perhaps to hit a revenue goal, you can create a workshop every few months to supplement your income. Maybe you could teach an online class. Maybe you could do extra live events or be extra productive to send your galleries more work. There are lots and lots of ways to go about it. It's important to incorporate rewards for yourself as well. When you put income goals that are a stretch for you into your calendar, Give yourself something to look forward to so that you can do something fun with the extra money. Maybe it's booking a massage if you hit your income goal or taking a weekend trip to your favorite destination. Or for me, I have a vintage dress obsession. That would probably be a very good goal for me. I could bookmark something on Etsy and um, that would be my goal <laughs> if I hit my income stream goal for that month. So if you incorporate rewards, you'll like you'll be more likely to hit your goal. Just know that it's always possible to go beyond what you thought you were able. All you need is vision and an attitude of optimism that it's possible for you. I hope this was helpful for you as you look at your income streams of art for this year. And um, yeah, let me know your thoughts. Shoot me an email anytime, jlebor at jessicalebor.com. And uh, yeah, I hope you guys have a wonderful week. Thank 
you so much for joining me for today's podcast. If you enjoyed our time today, it would mean so much to me if you would rate and review The Inspired Painter. And if you'd like to work with me more, I do have a free artistic vision casting mini course you can take, which includes a vision casting worksheet and eight daily lessons delivered to your inbox. Beyond that, you can also check out my premier course, Discovering Your Artistic Voice, which is a targeted course that will help you develop a recognizable style and strong body of work within a short amount of time. To check out these courses, just go to jessicalebor.com forward slash quick links. That's jessicalebor.com forward slash quick links. All right, have a wonderful and creative week and I will talk to you soon. Thank you.